Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. There are three common myths that Dr. Donald Saul tells us about in the webinar produced by MIT Management Sloan School, where he is senior lecturer. Dr. Saul received his doctorate from Harvard and was a professor there and at London Business School. These myths provide sales leaders an important frame of reference for leading outstanding sales cultures. And if you search for this webinar and for Meredith Summers' summary of it, you're going to find valuable insight toward being better in these challenging times. Culture. Sales culture. What is a sales culture? A great sales culture. I've asked hundreds of today's sales leaders and managers this question, and many of them knew or just getting started. Their number one answer had nothing to do with high numbers, outstanding sales, or the incomes of salespeople. Instead, their answers included teamwork, feeling part of a family, working together toward a culture, and salespeople feeling valuable and purposeful in what they were doing together and for others. Wow, that's a long way from how people thought even 10 years ago. Here's a definition, a culture definition I put together for my Coach the Best training system. A set of shared values and beliefs, attitudes and practices when it worked in the struggle to achieve sales goals for the benefit of others. Shared, struggle, together, achieving sales goals for the benefit of others. That's the key terms. Now think about what you're hearing from the leaders I interviewed because What most executives hear is fluff, nothing about sales. And I admit that this feel-good atmosphere where people feel engaged and attended to can appear this way. Yet the first myth that Dr. Sull tells us about is this one. Myth number one, culture only increases employee engagement, not results. That thought is a myth. An employee who likes working as a part of a particular sales team, who feels their job contains purpose and meaning, engages at a deeper level with their employer and their work. This is a key driver for retention and continued employment, and salespeople not quitting. For example, two-thirds of people say that culture is more important than salary. An even greater percentage of people will only apply with a company they believe is in concert with their personal values. So far, so good, right? Attracting and retaining salespeople is always important. But what about sales? What about results? Here's the truth. Having engaged employees with people behaving to a shared set of core values and beliefs also plays a major role in the financial success of their companies. Dr. Sull tells us about a study at Wharton Business School that found that 90% of CFOs and CEOs, senior leaders, know that a good culture increases the firm's value. Dr. Saul and researchers at MIT, after identifying companies that met the characteristics of culture champions, found that, quote, over a five-year period, they earned twice the return of other companies listed on the NASDAQ exchange and almost four times the return of the S&P 500. 80% of them outperformed their industry. So what do the facts say about culture? It helps to magnify and increase attraction and retention of employees, and it contributes to higher performance. Ask yourself this question. 
or these questions. Is your sales culture and its values and beliefs anything that you pay attention to? Do you behave with the attitudes and behaviors that show you do? Which brings us to myth number two. You can talk the talk, put it on your corporate literature and hallway banners, but you do not have to walk the walk. Well, that's what actually went on for more than a decade at the University of Tennessee as football coaches came and went with their brick-by-brick mantras and McDonald bags of money given to players behind closed doors. Recently, a new coach has emerged with solid integrity combined with a concern and belief in his players, and in less than 24 months, without five-star highly talented players, the team is playing as the number three team in the country. Do you know what the players say who have weathered the storm of poor coaching and treatment? It's all about the culture. It's about preparation. It's about being better. You can hear the coach say in his interviews that they love each other. And the results show, by the way, you will never hear Coach Heupel in any newscast talk in a negative way about a unit of his team or a player. He treats them like sons in his family. It's always about the players and the coaches getting better. It's all about their strengths and what they are working on for improvement. It's about his belief in them and their progress and their continued improvement. In business, Dr. Sowell studied over 600 companies listed on the exchange and found that 80% of them talked about their core values. Unfortunately, for many of them, those core values were a thin veneer of words that were not backed up by leadership actions that trickled down toward their employees and their customers. A study of 500 employers asked the employees what a company said its core values were, and then how many of them saw corresponding actions toward them. Do you know what the correlation was between values posted and displayed and then seen in the culture by the employees? Zero. Yes, zero. With Wells Fargo being the shining poster example of cultural hypocrisy. Look at their annual report and you find trust, doing what's right for customers and ethics mentioned there. Yet their sales organization committed fraud with thousands of its customers. So ask yourself these questions. What are the core values and beliefs that you and your company's leaders talk about with your salespeople? Do you and the leaders of your company behave in a manner consistent with what the values they say are important? Young people today look for their presence in the talk but then in authentic behavior, or they disengage, decrease their performance, and wait for their opportunity to leave. In the meantime, this cultural hypocrisy threatens the company's financial performance, brand, and reputation. Finally, myth number three, we know the culture is terrible. We'll just pay them more or bribe them to keep them. Dr. Sull and his colleagues studied and published a paper on what predicted people leaving companies during the Great Resignation. They looked at 600 companies and made sure that they normalized the attrition rates with their industry's known turnover averages. This normalized study found that the number one factor contributing to higher resignations was a toxic culture. A toxic culture was 10 times more predictive of turnover than compensation. Interestingly, 
Dr. Sell and his researchers also looked at 1.5 million Glassdoor reviews to understand what factors really made the most difference in the lowest reviews. And they were what they called the Toxic Five. Number one, disrespectful, treated like a number, hearing devaluing words or behaviors, non-inclusive, clicks, favoritism, people feeling left out, unethical, illegal activities, dishonesty, cutthroat, intentional acts to make others look bad and to bring them down, abusive, shouting, and yelling at others. When we hear these three myths, They help us find the courage and internal fortitude to monitor and change the way we speak and behave toward others. In doing so, we can still build accountability into our sales culture. We can still talk about what will make a salesperson perform at a higher level to earn a significant and consistent income. But we can do these things in a respectful manner and in concert with the values and beliefs inherent in great sales cultures, ones with great sales metrics and outstanding customer service rankings. When we accept being respectful, fair, ethical, kind, and direct about our intentions and expectations, we will build great cultures with amazing financial performance. This culture building struggle will produce tenured salespeople and service reps who work together to defend and protect their great sales culture. This transformative process will work for a university football team, a family, or your sales team. Now go out, build a harmless and ambitious sales culture, and be this kind of leader for the championships and bright future you want to win with those you lead. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.